When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Loud Spot podcast uses adult humor and adult language in its broadcast. It may be unsuitable for younger audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Also, we are idiots. Please don't take anything. We say offensive or the heart. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Lost Spot. I'm your host, Sebastian. Underneath me, we got New Metal Messiah, Diego, joining us. We got Kyler <laughs> is with us. Sam's in the back on our producer. And, of course, we got Sean Peter here from the band The Ghost Town Rebellion. He has been on the show I don't know how many times now, dude. Is it like three it, or four? It's more than four now. You said at one time I was the most... I, I was one of the first people ever come on your show. So, and I got all these new folks that I need to meet. So this is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, Cause you know, Diego, see, Kyla started, I don't know when she started, uh, a okay. little bit before Diego. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Sean, so when I first started the podcast, the ghost town rebellion was one of the, I don't know what number, but definitely first 100 bands that was on the show anyways. And we've grown a lot, and you've had some lineup changes in the Ghost Town Rebellion. So we're going to talk about that. But before we talk about that, I do want to remind everyone to please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Check us out on all podcasting platforms. Totally forgot to say that. So there we go with that. And I want to say something. You know, when I go to California and I go to Vacaville, I always want to make it a point to come to Sacramento and come give you a visit. And yeah, I just we were, never have the time to do it, man. I know when you were, you were, I think you went to a wedding a few months ago and I was like, Oh, let's go hang out. You're like, yeah, it's like I'm beeline it to Reading and then I'm coming back. Yep, and then I'm my, flying home. Yeah, it was, it was last month. It was, it was in. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, 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 was, I was like, Oh, you're in here. Let's hang out. And you're like, I can't. I'm on a out. <laughs> well, because well, he lives all he the looked, way. He went out with me. See, he's a jerk. He ditched you. <laughs> no, no, I was in Vacaville, and you came to Vacaville. And Sean lives in, I think, this, I know it's Sacramento area. I'm not sure if it's actually in Sacramento, but it's Sacramento yeah. area. Yeah, I, I live just like three miles from downtown, so I live in one of the early suburbs of Sacramento. Well, I will make it a point one day. I swear to God. I will <laughs> you know, we did, we did get to hang out with, uh, well, I saw Maddie from Malcontent. I saw uh-huh. Kyler. And then I, Anthony Ferentino, who is mm-hmm. their guitar. Tony, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
And then I hung out mm-hmm. with him the night before. Anyways, okay, so the Ghost Town Rebellion, new lineup changes in the band. Almost not even the same band anymore. No, you know, it's not. It, it really is not. Um, well, we still have some old faces. Sarah, our new lead singer who sings lead with me, she actually did all the harmony work for the last two albums. And then she and I were in a band together, a grunge band, and she was my lead singer, and I did all the harmonies with her called Foodie about 10 years ago. It was a project I had right be- before I started the Ghost Heron Billion and right as my previous band, a single second one, was kind of like running its course at that point. And I was kind of doing that as a side project. And we were trying to get it off the ground, but her ex-husband wouldn't let her tour. So we never like really did anything. So, and then she's also my hairdresser and she's lived and she's been my roommate multiple times here and there when, you know, she needs a like place to crash until she gets back on her feet here. And at times she's always, she's always had a room in my house. So she's always crashed with us. And then finally, I think, when everyone was telling me to get back off the horse, when the big split happened last year, and I was, she was, I asked her if she wanted to come back to the to the to the front instead of just being a harmony backup singer, and she was totally into it. And then Raj, our bass player, he and I have been friends for like twenty five years. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he's originally from North Carolina. He was from a hardcore punk band called Sans Sobriety, and then he was the founder of an Americana band called Nevada Backwards. Uh, in the early 2000s, and uh, we had a little project called Kali, and he was playing bass for us. And then he kind of wanted to focus on, I think, Nevada Backwards at the time. So that kind of split off, and that's kind of like when I started. Actually, that's right when I started about 2002, like uh, a single second. And then uh, we have a brand-new guitar player. Her name okay. is Alice, Alessandra Hudson. She's Italian. She just moved here like not even a year ago from Italy to get married to her wife, who lives in the Sacramento area. Does she speak English? She speaks very good English. And oh, she good. Has an, and, she, and she's awesome. Like, she actually puts me in my place. I, she's like my little sister. <laughs> hey, <laughs> so, Sean, shut the fuck up. <laughs> exactly. And, and I actually appreciate that. And I can be a little bit overbearing sometimes, you know. So, yeah, she's like, no, we're going to try it my way. And you're going to either like it or not, but we're still going to try it my way first. And then most of the time I actually like her way. So, you know, she, she puts me in my place. And uh, she's funny. She's, little, she's short. She looks like Thelma from Scooby-Doo. She dresses like Joan Jett. And she plays like and stands like Billy Joe Armstrong from Greendale. That was like her favorite brand growing up. So um, she's been a great addition. And, and then we have Matt Lanahan, uh, who was in San Sobriety and Nevada Backwards with Raj. But unfortunately, because of his family life and his work schedule, uh, he, didn't, he can't play, commit to playing live because he's on call all the time. So Dude, he didn't so want that kind of makes it hard, though, doesn't it, for yeah. your band to – because, I mean, you, want, you're, you guys are you – like, you want to tour. You have toured. Yeah, we have toured. We toured it very extensively before COVID. Mm-hmm. And we were kind of getting our feet wet and playing a bunch of festivals the last 24 months. Uh, but we got Ryan Castevens from the Bay Area. He used to be in this pop punk band called Dexter Danger. And then he also plays locally in Sacramento in this kind of cover band called um, Sugar Beast. And he answered our ad and came out and we connected. And he's, uh, he's great. Uh, you know, we're doing some, we're just, we're just learning how to play together right now. It's not hard. I wouldn't think, cause I'm being from the Sacramento area myself. It's not mm-hmm. hard to, when you want, when you want to get a band started, it's kind of easy. I think to find members, it may be hard to find permanent members cause it's just, people are just unreliable sometimes, but why did the ghost town rebellion? What was the split for? Like, why did the band kind of dismember? Um, I think it's just, we were going in different directions. 
and I wasn't, uh, we were just, we just started, and I think it just kind of came to the forefront last year. We got a couple of new members, and Mike and I have been just trudging through it for a long time, and um, they all of a sudden come in the, you know, they came in the group, and they always, always wanted to start changing things right away, and I wasn't really too happy with the direction he wanted to go, and it came to the point by in the summer, I, we just, I think we all knew they wanted to do their thing. And I wanted to either, and I wanted to do what I started with this group and keep that concept going. And they really wanted to change the focus of the music. And it was just, that's the simple answer. Um, I wish them the best and I hope they're very successful in what they're doing. Um, so, wait, so they have a band now without you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Well, well, that's crazy, man. So yeah. pretty much. So, and they couldn't keep the ghost town rebellion, even though it's like, cause I guess you kind of started the ghost town rebellion. Like you were kind of like the voice of the band, right? I've, I've always been the voice. It was my project and I brought everybody in. Mike didn't even join the band until about the second year I was actually doing it. Um, you know, he could still come back. And I, I told him when he, when he went, when, when they did the split, that I didn't want to stop working with them. I really, I really enjoyed working with them, but, um, but on the on the positive side, I think they're doing some cool stuff. And I've heard some demos, and I, I'm very supportive. I hope they're they're successful. Okay. And and I really like the direction I went. Um, I'm really happy with the new members. Uh, everyone's very excited to be here, and and we're working well together. I mean, we have female harmonies, female leads, doing four part vocal harmonies. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like almost Fleetwood Mac at this point doing. Uh, you know, meets uh, the Foo Fighters and Sack Brown bands. So it's we're doing some very we're doing some very very ser- serious harmonies, on, especially on the material you guys haven't heard yet. You guys, I just get sent you guys the new single because that's what we're that's what comes out right Thursday Thursday West Coast time at 9 p.m. Um, midnight Friday morning, uh, 12 a.m. Friday morning on fr- on the 30th on uh, okay. New York time. Well, this is going to air after after that is done. Mm-hmm. Um, you always have uh, you're when you were in the the previous lineup. I was always confused because you also had a female in that band, but I didn't know if she was like a steady member or like a part time member. I couldn't she, tell if she was like always. In she that or not. Can, uh, we brought Ruby in to actually do all of Sarah's parts. Um, Sarah did all the recording, okay. and then and Ruby sang her parts on the last single we did, which was I Want to Know. But as far as the female vocal parts that we had on both Silver and Gold and El Dorado, that was all Sarah and Chelsea sing. I think Chelsea sang on two of the songs backing, but uh, 99% of it was I, I was all Sarah doing all the vocal harmonies. Like Rabbit Hole, that's Sarah. That wasn't, that wasn't okay. Chelsea. And so. I, I think Diego will love this or, well, because you live in the Nashville area now he, and you're from, you know, the mm-hmm. same time period. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Sean had called himself. Kyle, you might like it too, but Di- this, okay, is probably more <laughs> this is probably more Diego's style of, <laughs> of music. He yeah. calls himself grunge with a twang. Yeah, nice. <laughs> like, nice. like our like our, like our fans call us grit rock. So I, I always just say it's just like a, a grunge band with a with a, with twang. So we have like yeah. banjos and lap steel and horn and like rock organ, but it's still really heavy and grungy at the same time. Should, should be it's like. Ahead, if you were to come, if you were to come here, and then and that's kind of what I learned too when I moved to this area is mm-hmm. they categorize that as rockabilly. And at first, I was like, "Man, get out of here with that! Like, that's not rockabilly at that. all." Yeah, <laughs> and, and then turn around and you start listening to it, and you're like, "It's not rockabilly. This is that's not." And so yeah, as mm-hmm. soon as you as soon as you say grunge and you say twang, rockabilly. It's like yeah. no, <laughs> no, dude. But, but yeah. to me, even but to me, real grunge with the twang would be like. 
Hey, y'all, riding my trucker. Like some shit like that. Yeah. Hey, y'all, riding it's, it's my more, tr- What? Yeah. But like it's more, more like grungy like, with the more grungy yeah. with the vocals, like more 90s. I like it. With like like if Nirvana sang a song about tractors and losing, you know, his love of his life. Yeah. I'm like, I'm playing like guitar yeah. as I'm talking, yeah. as if I know what I'm doing. <laughs> it, it was uh, if you listen to the Zach Brown uh Dave Grawl sessions, it's kind of like that. That's kind of like yeah. what, when, when that came out, I was kind of like, I want to do that, you know, like I want to, you know, because I'm very you know, blues and and singer songwriter and Americana, that's that's all my roots. And so, but I still want to, you know, play loud guitars and and, and yeah. sing. But I want I want really nice vocals. I want really nice vocal melodies, and I want really really nice vocal harmonies. This and, uh, this new song it has a hard edge to it from the beginning. What we're gonna do is we're gonna take a commercial break. Mm-hmm. We're gonna come back. Let's talk about the song a little bit, and then we'll play the music video for Yeah Yeah Yeah. So here we go, and we'll be right back with Sean Peter from the Ghost Town Rebellion. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. All right, and we are back with Sean from the Ghost Town Rebellion. Give it Before you play the, the music video and the song, give us a little bit of, I guess, a little bit of what the song means and the recording process. Well, Sarah and I wrote this song 10 years ago. It was actually our big oh, hit, Foodie. And uh, we actually did a version of it on our second album, and I wasn't really super happy with it because in the middle of recording, our computer crashed, and we lost 99% of our vocal tracks. So Mike, so Mike and I had to go back and fix it because she was completely unable to come into the studio and, and uh, retract all her vocals. So I wanted to, since she's back, she's in the band permanently now, and I want to do something that she knew and something that was really catchy. Originally, the song was about the market crash in 2009. Uh, I think we slightly tweaked some of the words, and that's why the new title is Yeah, 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 Inflation, Frustration, Help. So so we wanted to make it extremely relevant to what's going on with everyone's pocketbooks and all that so you never you know when you're a little kid if you go to school and you do everything and you and you know you cross your t's and dot your i's you're supposed to be you know an adult and then all of us thought that and then when we became adults we're like whoa i'm just kind of making it up as i go by every day and hopefully i don't end up on the street <laughs> so that's i don't, I don't think i was ever prepared to be an adult it just kind of happened one day you know, I remember, I remember my first apartment I moved into. I was so excited. I move in, right? 
Mm -hmm. And I was like, where's the toilet paper? So my ass went down to the manager's office and asked her, like, uh, you forgot to put toilet paper in. And she was like, you're tripping. And that's when I realized <laughs> I no longer wanted to be adult. Toilet paper. <laughs> You, you're, you're never ready for it. It just, it just hits you. Never, you never know how not adult you are until you have the kids. And then you're like, oh, I'll do anything for my kids except for telling the truth about what happened to their ice cream. That's exactly. <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's that midnight fridge bandit. You know, you never know. Yeah, what's like, happen. Yeah, I told you guys. Yeah, go to sleep. He comes out. He'll get your feet if you hang him off the bed and he eat your ice cream. So exactly, you need to keep that <laughs> shit cleaned up. I know, I know. No, not not everyone has kids, right? But and we're gonna play a song here. But now here comes the question: Was is when you're younger and you're and you're like mid twenties and you have a kid? I have my daughter. I think when I was twenty six, mm -hmm. my oldest one. Does that make you become an adult? Like, does that push that adulthood like sooner? Because I know some guys are like in their thirties that still act like they're you know eighteen years old. Oh, I still feel like I'm eighteen. I, I'm married, and I, I don't. And I'm married. I have a house. I have fur babies, but we do not have kids. So, um, so you're but, still yeah. like you're eighteen years old. Uh, well, to the point where I need to pay my mortgage and, and make sure the bills are paid and, and have toilet paper on, on the roll when I go to the bathroom. You know, uh, that's about as much adulting as I do, to be honest. <laughs> you make sure your mortgage is paid and you yeah. got toilet paper. Unless yeah, it's yeah. like mid-COVID and then you have no toilet paper. No toilet paper. Yeah. Well, I have that's not your fault. Yeah, but, but during COVID, I was making sure that the uh, bar was well-stocked on a daily basis. Yes. I, mean, like, I think we, we, instead of going to Costco every three months, we went to Costco every month. And that's why I've kind of – I've been doing the sober thing since January because, you know, my COVID weight got a little more than I wanted <laughs> around the midsection. I, I, I got a buddy. I went to his house, and, you know, no one has toilet paper. Everyone's, like, struggling to find toilet paper. I go to his house, he has, like, a freaking hamper full of toilet paper. And I'm like, that's why no one's getting toilet paper because you're hoarding it all. And he uh -huh. says, I've always had this much toilet paper in my house. I'm like, you lie. You lie. You just, you went out to Walmart and bought all this toilet paper, hoarded it, and you tell me you had all this toilet paper. I forgot about that. But uh, I already was stocked up before all that happened. I always have like two cases of toilet paper. Sure, sure closet. you were. Sure. <laughs> I believe sure you were. Yeah. Up, Matt, you didn't get the toilet paper during the COVID, huh? You were the one left with nothing, Sebastian. <laughs> I bought baby wipes. I bought baby wipes. They said don't flush it down your toilet. And I was like, I don't give a shit. I'm flushing it down the toilet. That's because you gave a shit. That's I, had, I was taking a shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's hear the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the Ghost Tower Belly. And here we go.
All right, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the Ghost Town Rebellion. Is it so? Is it different riding with the new members? Is it like completely different, or is there still a lot of similarities? Because personalities clash sometimes, man. Um. It well, it it's my project. So like, this is stuff that I actually already had, and they came in and learned the songs, and then I asked them to add their flavor to it, and they did in, in a very very positive way. And if I didn't re- like something, I was like, I like where the direction you're going with it. Um, maybe a little bit more like this, you know, and I'll try and explain to it. And then they'll split something back to me. And so I was really happy with it. And then we went in the studio and, and just, we tracked four songs. We finished three of them. We're still working on the fourth one. Um, I loved her so, outfit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sarah came over and she's like, what do you think? And I'm like, yeah, it's great. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> That's great. She looks so, hot. Oh yeah, she's a she's a knockout fox. So to be honest, um, and, but she's not. But she's also like really humble and super sweet. So she's not like. Uh, well, she looked good. I give her a tip. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank I like you. how I like how you said she's a knockout fox. To be honest, because what if you're like she's a knockout fox to be lying to you? Like, is that, does anyone ever say that? <laughs> <laughs> they tell me that all the time. You're so good looking, yeah. Diego. And- my mom's like, you know, you're ugly. So. <laughs> oh my God. It's a man to be lying to you. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm going to start saying that to people to be lying. Mm-hmm. And you have to say it just like lying. You see how you even lying, lying to them? Yeah. yeah. I'm just trying to talk to my microphone I over saw here. That. Yeah. With the solo with your hat. I see you. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the songwriting has songwriting. Right. been good. The songwriting has been really good. I, like, I, we, we got four new songs. Uh, again, we were releasing the first one and we're just going to be doing singles. And then this time next year, do a full length album. So, um, Dean says hi, by the way, Sebastian. Oh, right on. You, you yeah. still, you still, do you still talk to Dean on a, on a regular uh, basis? Dean still hands all, handles all our business. So, oh, he yeah. does. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't sure about that. So, right on. Yeah. So, um, still working with Dean and, uh, he's very excited. Like when he, when he got the video, like we were, we weren't supposed to shoot that until, end of may we ended up shooting that in april because um, we used the same videographers devin and um jason who did the rabbit hole video and the original concept that was, dude, that was such a good video too rabbit yeah, hole. That yeah. Was awesome. and then the original concept was i wanted to do a simple performance black and white film noir video and then i was like all i could give them was like as far as the direction i showed them the cures hot 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 and i'm like that's what i want to do this is the vibe i want i don't know how we're going to do it but and then and then they had the room uh, was over at House of Hits Southwatt, uh, one of the big practice rooms. And during COVID, it's where all the bands are doing like live streams. And so we rented that out for the day. And um, and I was going to do black and white. And when I got over to the the editing day, and they had already done all the the color tones and stuff. And Devon's all like, "Oh, I go, Sean, if you want to do this in black and white, I'm I'm going to hit you in the nuts." And I'm like, "No, no, 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 no. We, we we're going to get it with this color. We're going to do the color. The color looks fantastic. don't hit me in the nuts." <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, we we uh, filmed it in like three or four hours, and we edited it in like a, a full. Took us a full day to do the editing. I think they got half of it done. They did all the hard work before when I got there because they did all the color matching and all that. And then all we kind of had to do was kind of pick which pieces go together because I think we just did straight takes. I think like you know and then the the coolest and the most difficult thing was the piano that thing went like five thousand pounds and it was literally sitting like 20 feet outside of the door that we were filming in the room 
and it's in a way like and it took us like six people and it took us like 15 minutes to drag this piano into the into the thing and then it just got really cool and weird and so do pianos uh, weigh five thousand pounds is that a real yes, number yes no no no. Make pianos, no 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 pianos are very very heavy um you got to figure they're basically like a, a harp with keys and if you if you look at a bass that's what a piano's based off of a harp if you look actually at an upright or grand piano it's basically a harp with keys with mallets and stuff on it and they're very, very temperamental. Like you move a piano like a foot, like in your house, you got to call a tuner to have it retuned. It goes out of tune. So it's like, you know, when you, you, you ever seen those like apartments in like New York City where someone's moving like a grand piano up to their like, you know, well, I've only seen it in movies. I've never seen it in real mm-hmm. life. But I, but I imagine that's real life with like the ropes and like pulling the piano up. I think that's real. Most people do that shit. That's real, but most people use cranes now. They actually hire a crane. If you have oh. the money, you hire a crane and they get technology, they, right? Yeah, Not technology a, and use the crane and then you take out windows of your apartment and then you have a grand piano put in. You have the windows put back in. Next, he's going to ask, does the anvil really fall down on the coyote chasing? It does. It does. It and does. then they get that boop bump. Yep. <laughs> so so there, there's this segment I do on my radio show every now and again. And I want to kind of integrate it into this. I think it's something fun. It's like a rapid fire. It's not really named. It's just rapid fire. It's five questions. It's going to be five rapid fire questions. Kind of let everybody fill you out and and, and see what your personality is all about. So you ready? Here we go. Okay. All right. Cats or dogs? Cat dogs. I love that. (laughs) I like it. (laughs) Burgers or tacos? Definitely tacos. Yes. My man, my man. One year at the North pole or two years in the Sahara. One year in the North Pole. Don't get me in the desert. Really? I went Santa. the other way. Yeah. I go with Sahara, though, I think. Yeah, get out. <laughs> Two years. I've been three years in the Sahara, over a month in the North Pole. <laughs> I like cold Would weather. You... Oh, you, you're a cold weather guy? I can't. I yeah. can't do it. I can't do it. Would you rather see out of your ears or smell out of your feet? Well, see out of my ears because my feet are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and last one. Last TV show you binged on. Uh, last TV show I've been on, I've been watching New Girl again for like the twentieth time. So. Yes. Okay. I, I don't even know what New Girl is. I was always like Mandalorian. I got I got uh, into New Girl like halfway, and then I lo- I I just started doing something else one day, and I never went back yeah. to it. So I'm I'm gonna have to revisit that. that. Yeah, Mandalorian. I really I, th- season three wasn't as cool as the other two. It, well, I agree. Good. It wasn't that great. And you uh, know, Sam actually got us onto the Mandalorian. And me and my wife were like, nah, we're not going to like it. First episode, we were hooked. <laughs> yeah, they, they, yeah. All right. Last question, I guess. Uh, we'll get you out of here pretty soon. Uh, actually, two questions. Are a lot of the songs that you're writing now with the with the new lineup for the Ghost Town Rebellion, are a lot of them older songs that were pre-written um, that you have some of these new members learning that have not been released yet? Uh, yes. Uh, there was two two more that were pre-written and then a third one I was fourth one I was working on. Um, but we're already writing new material between the five of us. So we'll have all. Yeah. So that's exciting, uh, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So we have a, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 you go, you go, you go, no, you go, no, you go. (laughs) Um, no, so we have the fourth one. We haven't finished yet. We're still, uh, we took a, we're going to retake a restab at how we're doing the vocal melodies and stuff. Uh, music's pretty much done. Uh, structure's done. Uh, I just, I was listening to the, we were all listening to the vocals back and we all felt like they could be a lot stronger. So we're going to go back and do it. And then 
Uh, all the new songs are definitely, uh, it's either Sarah and I doing a duet, we're doing banner back and forth, or it's either like me. That. It's either me taking a lead or her taking the lead, and all of a sudden kind of, and Raj are coming in with their vocal harmonies as well. So, I was and gonna then, say, uh, I was, was going to say, it has to be exciting to, even though it's it's a new, I mean, it has to be exciting with the new lineup. It's almost like it's a new project, same band, same kind of project, but it's a different product you're putting out, which has to be fun and exciting at the same time. Yeah, it was kind of like when Stevie Nicks went solo and she joined, unofficially joined Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Um, they were her backing band for her first couple of solo albums. So Tom was actually writing songs for her. So that's kind of like what I'm doing for Sarah right now. Cool. Right on. What were you going to say? You were going to say something? No, 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 he wasn't going to say anything. Okay, that was, okay good. All right, all right, okay. I was just making sure I thought there was something else sure. he was going to say. He is so out of it tonight. This is uh, his show. He's the only one to talk. That well, that's right. No one else. Yeah. Anyone else shut the this fuck up, real quick. Well, I say I something. It. I gotta say something. Uh, you guys aren't planning on any tours anytime soon, then. But are you guys doing any shows, local yes. shows? Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, we're playing our first uh, show in Plasterville on the fourth uh, at the Plasterville Public that's House. Cool. We're down in Wint, uh, Winters, California, at the Green Root Tap Room on the twelfth of August. Uh, we're in the area, Kyler. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, you're going to Winners? Yeah. Yeah, I'm in Woodland. Okay. Woodland right yeah, we're we're gonna be at the Green River on the on the 12th with uh, our friends. They went ghost, so they're gonna they're gonna open oh, the show. And oh, that's uh, what's that's a. Uh, I get to go. You don't. Col that's Colby and uh, Colby's yeah, Colby Stancil, Joe. And, uh huh. Freaking. Oh my God! Joe's been my band a long time ago. I can't yeah. remember his last name right now. Mm -hmm. Joe Sullivan. This is way too many NorCal people in one area. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, Joe, so Joe Sullivan's in. They went ghost. He's going to be playing with. I think he's chipped. He's still. I think he's still in the band. I mean, he kind of started the band with Colby. Oh yeah. my goodness! I'm so going. I want to see. Joe. I haven't seen him since I lived in Vacaville. Yeah. Whoa, small world. So yeah, we're doing that on August 12th from seven to, seven to ten, and then we're playing Chalk It Up in Sacramento. We'll be our first Sacramento show on Sunday, September third. It's a big um, art and music festival, and all the proceeds go to a youth and art and music programs. And so it's all volunteer. All the band it's for three days. It's their thirty third year they've done it, and people rent uh, chalk squares on the sidewalk in this park. It's just a big full square block of Sacramento. And they usually raise around, I think, 150000 a year from donations and all that. And all those proceeds go towards uh, schools and youth and art programs throughout the year. And then uh, that's all we have confirmed so far. Well, I think we're going to play something in late September and then probably the night before Thanksgiving. But I think that's we're just kind of get our feet wet and see how that goes. Um, I've done some acoustic gigs with Alessandra and Sarah, and those have been going really well. So uh, we're excited to finally do it as a full rock band again. Well, I'm happy that you're. I'm happy that you guys got the band back together because when I talked to you a while back, you kind of said that some some different. So I'm happy you guys are back together, making music again. Happy you're still working with Dean. So <laughs> shout out to him, such a nice mm -hmm. guy, and everything that he does. Yeah. So. Check out the Ghost Tony Bell, and if you're in the Northern California area, hopefully maybe someday you guys can do uh, tours again, and maybe everyone in your band will allow for that. Like and I said earlier, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Check us out on all podcasting platforms. Check out the Ghost Town Rebellion. Sean, thank you again. Peace out. Mm -hmm. Rock on, and much love.
This is the loud spot outro by Nothing Short of Tragic. Is this all talk with no action? No. Is this my thoughts with distraction? No. Is this what I bought that's in fashion? Or is this the loud spot with Sebastian? Yes. Does Nothing Short of Tragic have his back again? Yes. Does everything that's good really have to end? Yes. A big post has a pimp show, so to get more episodes, make an order, this is over. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.